You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, class, take your seats. I said take your seats. Class, sit. I swear you're all acting like a bunch of animals. Pet Life Radio presents Teacher's Pet, where you'll learn how to understand and communicate with your pet and train them to be the best pet they can be. It's time to see the world from your pet's point of view. So give a tail-wagging welcome to your Teacher's Pet host on PetLifeRadio.com. You may even learn a few tricks yourself. Hi, welcome to Teacher's Pet on Pet Life Radio. This is Pia Silvani, Director of Training and Behavior at St. Hubert's Animal Welfare Center, Madison, New Jersey, and your host. I decided this week I'm going to do a part two of Pollard Tricks. I had a few emails from people, thank you very much, from our listeners telling us they had a lot of fun with it. So I thought we'd maybe add two or three more tricks to the dog's repertoire so they get better. So we're going to continue on with some fun things. So before we start our training session, we're just going to take a short break. So don't forget, get some really good treats. If you want to use a clicker, you can absolutely get your clicker out as well. But you don't have to. You can always use your yes marker. And when we come back, we'll start our tricks. So we're going to take a short break to hear from our sponsors. Don't go away. We'll get ready for some fun. Okay, class, grab your tuna flakes, biscuits, and bones. Teacher's Pet will be back in two shakes of a tail, right after recess. Be sure to tune in when Pet Life Radio goes live from Global Pet Expo, the world's largest annual pet products trade show. March 25th through the 27th, you can catch all the new products coming out for our pets before they even hit store shelves. From the latest in all-natural and eco-friendly products to the most elegant in pet pampering and high-tech innovations from companies all over the globe. It's at Global Pet Expo. Nearly 800 companies will be displaying new and exciting products to make time with our pets even better. Tune in March 25th through the 27th for everything Global Pet Expo. It's time for school for you and your friends, your furry best friends. Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host Pia Silvani teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to teacherspetsessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Silvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. Teacherspetsessions.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Pet Life Radio proudly presents DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. Get ready to unleash the dog sports enthusiast in all of us. From ski drawing and mushing to racing, agility, and competition. This is the place to learn all about the dog sports and activities that you can do with your furry best friend and canine competitor. So get ready for game time. DSPN with your host, Lori Williams. Every week, on demand. 
only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, class, hang up your collars and leashes. Teacher's Pet is back in session. Now park yourselves on the floor. I said park, not bark. Okay, Teacher's Pet. Pay attention. There may be a quiz later. Hi, welcome back. This is Pia Silvani, host of Teacher's Pet on Pet Life Radio. Thanks for joining us today. As we said earlier in the segment, we're going to do some parlor tricks, continue on to do some fun tricks. And these are fun. I'm a big trick trainer. I just have a really, really good time with it. And it also gives you a little bit of a break, gives your dog a little bit of a break. But again, even if you're training the simple behaviors to just sit and down and stay and come, whatever they are, it should be fun. And But it's not fun for both of you. Again, my recommendation is don't train. Take the day off, take the time off, but all training should be fun for both. And that's why your dogs are probably loving this type of training because positive reinforcement training is fun. So what I'd like you to do is the first thing we're going to do is teach the dog to roll over. Why is this a good thing to teach? Well, for several reasons. Number one, it can help stretch the dog's back out. So as he rolls over from one side to the next, his spine is being rubbed against the floor, which can then, if you've ever gone to a chiropractor, sometimes hitting your spine on the bottom of the floor, you hear little cracks and it feels good. So it's a good way to stretch the dog out. Also, if a dog is a little timid and afraid to roll over, for example, for an exam, if he doesn't like to, if you have to check for fleas or ticks, or you need to check his belly for something or take some maybe debris out if you've been out hiking, it's a good way for him to have a positive experience by rolling over and getting rewarded for it. And maybe just a little, even a simple belly rub. I love doing this with puppies. It's really fun exercise with puppies. So, how are you going to start? You're going to start with your dog in the seated position. Now, you don't need to tell him to sit. You can just lure him to sit. But say nothing at this point. Remember, your cue will be roll over, whatever. Again, you make up the word or the phrase that you want. Some people just use over or roll. Again, it's totally up to you. Make up something fun, something interesting. But start with your dog in the seated position and you're going to start with a treat right at the dog's nose. And you're going to lure the dog into the down. Now, if you haven't taught your dog the behavior of lying down on cue, you might want to refer back to previous training sessions so you can teach that. So if the dog already knows it, which I hope he does, you're just going to lure the dog's nose to the dog's toes. And once the dog's elbows hit the floor, what I want you to do, if you've taught the down already, slowly then bring it, the treat, across one paw or the other. So you're actually bringing the treat towards the dog's tail. You should see the dog roll onto a hip. As soon as he rolls onto his hip, either click and treat or mark it with a yes and then give the treat. Now, you might need to play around with this a little bit. Again, some dogs, if they go right into the sphinx position, you're going to have to see which hip is a little bit more flexible, and that's the direction you're going to bring the nose. So say when you lure your dog down, he's a little more on his left hip than he is on his right hip. What you're going to do then is you're going to bring the dog's head away from that left hip. If the dog is a little bit more on his right hip, 
then his left. Then you're going to bring the dog's nose away from the right hip, so he just topples over onto that hip. So let's try it a couple of times. And again, don't say down because that's not the behavior. The behavior you're teaching. We're doing little incremental steps to a roll over. So it's nose to toes, and then one direction or the other. So you bring that treat, wrap it around. So you you want to bring the dog's nose toward his tail, towards his rear end. And as soon as he gets onto a hip, you're going to mark it with a yes or a click, and you're going to give the treat. So you're going to do that a couple of times, and once you get consistency with that, see if you can curl the dog a little bit further. So say the dog is going down, he immediately goes onto his hip. Then I want you to curl the dog a little bit further, so you're almost encouraging that dog to bring his nose all the way to the back of his rear, almost touching his tail. So he's got a real nice tight curl happening. So do that a few times. Again, dog is in the seated position, bringing the food straight down. So the dog's elbows are on the floor. Take the food one direction or the other. Again, one direction is going to be easier than the other. Make sure the dog gets on that hip, whatever hip that is. Bring the nose all the way back to the back of the tail as far as you can, but make sure the dog stays in it down. If he starts to lift his elbow up, you're probably lifting the treat up too high. So keep the treat nice and close to the floor. And when you give the treat, my recommendation is put the treat on the floor so your your dog remains in that curl position. So try it one more time, and then I'm going to give you the next step if you're ready to move on. Nose to toes, curl the dog, wrap him around. When he does it, yes, treat or click treat. All right. Now, for those of you who are ready to go on, if you're not ready to go on, remember you can always listen to this segment later. But here's step two. Step two. Now the dog is on his hip, and what you're going to do now is you're going to now take the food lure and don't give it to him on the floor, but instead I want you to bring it up so it's sliding up against the dog's center of his body. So actually, you're trying to get his nose so it's touching his spine. Okay, so you're going to bring the treat. You're going to wrap it around again, one direction or the other. Okay, so as you're starting to bring his nose to his tail, don't go so far. Stop halfway in between his stomach, and then drag it up so it's going up towards the dog's spine. So actually, his nose is heading towards his spine. What that should do is now topple him over so he's almost on his shoulder blade. So not only will he be on his hip. But it should topple over onto his shoulder blade. Once he's on his shoulder blade, that's when you're going to mark it with, as the dogs are barking, <laughs> that's when you're going to mark it with a yes or a click, and then you give the treat when the dog's on his shoulder blade and on the hip. So you can try that a couple of times, and then I'm going to go over step three. So step three will be your dog now is able to get onto a hip. Onto his shoulder blade. So, say he's on his left hip, he should be on his left shoulder blade. If he happens to be on his right hip, he's on his right shoulder blade. So now, don't reward him when the shoulder's there. Bring the food up now a little bit higher, so you want to get the cheek down. So the dog now should be laying completely on his side before he gets the food. 
So you're luring the dog around. It goes, his nose goes up against the spine. He gets onto his shoulder blade. Now bring the treat up the spine towards the dog's ears. So he starts to plop down and you want to get that cheek on the floor. So again, as a reminder, you're luring the dog into the curl, bringing the treat up towards the spine, getting the dog onto his shoulder blades, then drag the treat up towards the dog's ears. So the dog starts to put his cheek on the ground and then you reward that. All right, so what we're doing is we're shaping a full behavior here. So once you're able to get the dog's cheek on the ground, then what you're going to do is you're going to take the food. So again, if you can see when we do shaping, we start to shape very incremental steps and we don't reward the first behavior. So we basically what we're doing is we're adding little behaviors to get to the final behavior. And then we're rewarding more and more. So offer me more to get that behavior. So this time what we're going to do is, and I'll explain it first. As you lure the dogs, let's say now you can get the cheek onto the floor. So now instead of giving the food when the dog's cheek is on the floor, you're going to try to take the food and bring it over the dog. So you're actually, if the dog's, let's say his left cheek is on the floor, you're going to bring it and you're going to try to drag it over the dog's head so his right cheek is on the floor. Now that might be a little difficult for some dogs. Some dogs will roll over easier than others. Some dogs won't. Sometimes if you drag it a little bit, if you take the dog's nose and you drag it a little bit maybe across the dog's throat, a lot of times that can help ease them. Now you don't want to push them over. Some people tend to get impatient and then they shove the dog over. Let the dog try to figure it out on his own. If he's almost there, if he's making an effort, say he gets stuck, he starts to roll over and he gets stuck, you can always reward that. You're rewarding a tiny little piece to the final behavior, which is a full rollover. So your full goal will be is that your dog immediately goes into the roll, cheek on the floor. You lure him over. He rolls over. And that's when he will get his treat. And once you've got that down where it's nice and swift, where the dog is offering that full roll all the time, that's the point when you can add the cue over, roll over, whatever your cue is. Again, it makes no difference and they get the reward at the end. Okay, so why don't you practice that and what I'd like you to do um, when we take another short little break is I want you to go get like a Tupperware or you can get some cups, some soft plastic cups, something like that, anything you can think of. And we're going to take a short break to hear from our sponsors and we'll be back. Okay, class, grab your tuna flakes, biscuits, and bones. Teacher's pet will be back in two shakes of a tail, right after recess. This valuable information comes from your pet. There's nothing like a wagging tail or friendly paw to lift your mood. They're therapeutic and make us feel good. Studies show pets even reduce stress, prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and fight depression. So there you have it. Pets are a daily dose of good health and happiness. Pets add life. To learn more, visit petsaddlife.org. How many pets is too many? Do you know somebody whose life is overwhelmed by their animals? 
Maybe we can help. We're looking for people to be in a new TV series about really large animal families. We can offer expert help, free resources, and the chance to tell their story. If you or someone you know owns a house full of animals, call us toll-free at 1-877-MY-8-PETS. That's 1-877-MY-8-PETS. Greetings, human. What planet am I on? Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in paparazzi, candid pictures of you and your pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Hello! I'm Deborah Wolf, and I'm inviting you to my animal party on Pet Life Radio. The dress code? Come as you are. Pajamas, a tux, you can even go naked like your pets. Unleash your party animal at my animal party. Guess you know from Animal Planet, TV, radio, the news, and bookstores will be joining me. And that's because after I won Best Pet Radio in America from the DWAA, I got my paw on the door and I met a lot of amazing people. And the best of the best are going to be coming to the party. They're coming to party with us. So join us at the animal party. Don't miss the party. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Okay, class, hang up your collars and leashes. Teacher's Pet is back in session. Now park yourselves on the floor. I said park, not bark. Okay, Teacher's Pet. Pay attention, there may be a quiz later. Hi, welcome back. This is Pia Slavani, your host on Teacher's Pet. Today, as you know, we are doing a few more collar tricks. So the first thing you taught your dog was a rollover. Now what you can do is let's take that rollover and let's do another trick with it. So there's lots of things that we can actually do with these. So instead of doing a full rollover, what some people like to do is they call it sort of bang or play dead. And that behavior, what you want it to look like is the dog, all of a sudden he's from a stand position and he plops himself when you say bang, pretend like you've got a little finger gun in front of him you say bang the dog hits the deck and he falls to his side and he plays dead so again it's a real fun trick to teach you're almost there actually so you've actually taught the beginning steps to it and you really actually taught the entire step so this time what i'd like you to do is move a little faster with it now so if you were lowering slowly now you're going to move a little bit quicker with it Okay, and as you're holding your treat, I want you to sort of hold the treat between your thumb 
and your pointer finger, but you're almost, think of that as sort of your gun, but your treat is held between your thumb and your finger. So it's a semi-gun. So you're sort of like a closed gun. So you're almost giving that signal. Okay, so going to start off with, let's try with the dog in a stand position. So he learns to do this from a stand. So I want you to lure the dog nose to toes. So he goes into the down and immediately try to get him with his cheek on the floor. And as soon as he does, hand him the tree right on the floor. Make sure the cheek, though, remains on the floor before you give him the treat. And he's got to hold that position. So once again, we start with a stand because we have to think sort of we want that when we say bang, it's got to be dramatic as if the dog is now gasping for air and he falls to the floor. So it's a lot more fun when they do it from a stand. So let's start with a stand. Lure the dog nose to toes. Get him onto his hip as quick as you can. Get his cheek on the floor and give the treat when his cheek is and his ears on the floor. He's got to hold that. Make sure you're feeding him and he's actually chewing with his mouth on the floor. That's your goal. The mouth needs to be on the floor so he's chewing that way. Okay, once you've got that, what you can do at this point, if he's doing it quickly, what I'd like you to do is now add the cue. So you're going to still take that food in your hand and you're going to say bang and then lure. So it's a bang and nose to toes all the way around, cheek on the floor. He gets his treat. You mark it with a yes. Don't forget to mark or click with a yes. So again, one more time. You have that little finger gun in front of you. You say treats there. Bang. Immediate nose to toes. See if you can get quickness to this now. Make it dramatic. And his cheek is on the floor. Yes. Click or treat. Now you want him to hold it a little bit longer. You don't want him just to plop his head on the ground and then immediately get up. So sort of like play dead and then we can do like a fun release is sort of a fun release word like you're kidding and then or again anything you can think of and so we want him to keep his cheek on the floor until you release him. So I'll explain it first and then you can try it. So what you're going to do is you're going to do your bang, lure the dog around. When the cheek is on the floor, wait him out, count one, two, three, then yes and treat. So he's holding a little bit longer. So he's got to learn that if I keep my cheek on the floor for a few seconds, I get my reward then. So it's not just a matter of placing my cheek down, but I've got to hold that position. So it's sort of that play dead position. So let's try it again. You're going to do your bang, lure. When the cheek is on the ground, don't say anything. You can praise him. Good boy. Good girl. But don't mark it with a yes. Don't click until his cheek is down. And before his cheek gets up, make sure that you give him the yes and reward. All right. Excellent. So try it again. And if you're ready, perhaps you'll, you'll be able to get rid of the food. So try your bang and try maybe just luring without the food in your hand and see if your dog will do that. Okay. So you've got two, you've got a rollover, and now you've got a play dead or a bang. So fun things to work on. Let's do something else. Well, we did a little bit with our Tupperware, if you remember, or our cups, we had the dog sort of slap it. Another thing you could do is teach the dog to find it. 
It's a real fun thing to do. And it, this is a great game for puppies, but it's also a great game for a rainy day. So you want to start to name objects too. Like, you know, where's your ball? Where's your Frisbee? Oops, my dog's just stood up to look. So you want to hide things. So what I'd like you to do is put a food treat underneath something. It can be anything. It can be that cup. It can be that Tupperware. It can be anything, but it's underneath it. And the second your dog starts to sniff, what I'd like you to do is say, find it. And as the dog is searching, just be silent. Don't keep saying, find it, find it, find it. Just like we do. We don't keep repeating, repeating, repeating. So you want to say, find it. And he's searching. And the second he either tips the cup over or he actually does find it, say yes right before he puts the food treat in his mouth. So you can try that again. Let him see it. Now, say you've got a, a lazy dog. And it's like, oh, I know it's under there. Just get it for me. And he doesn't feel like searching for it. What you might want to start off with, the food treat somewhat visible. And it's sort of hanging just a little bit outside and put the cup there so that your dog can actually see the treat there and then put the cup right over the treat. So again, the second your dog starts to make the attempt to search for it, you're going to say, find it. And as he's searching, just be silent. But right before he puts that food treat in his mouth, you're going to say yes. And then he picks the food treat up on his own. Once they're good with that, then what you can do, what we call it, the shell game. And the shell game means, as you know, we start adding cups. So what I would do is I would take two cups now. And what I would start off doing is let the dog see which cup you put it under. So take two cups, put the treat underneath, put both cups down, okay, and tell the dog to find it. Now, if he quickly goes to the cup that has the food treat in it, you're, you're ready to move on. So what I'd like you to do is get three cups but this time, what you're going to do is don't let the dog see which cup you put the treat underneath. So that might mean putting him in, um, maybe covering his eyes, put him in a sit or a down, cover his eyes, and then tell him to find it. Uh, a lot of times what I will do with my dogs is I will put them facing away from me. I'll put them in a sit and a wait, and then I have the cups behind me and I hide them. My dog's facing one direction, I'm facing the other, and I have a bunch of cups out, and I hide them. And then I have the dog go find it. So they start to search for the treat. So you can put many cups out, six, eight, ten, makes no difference. But you know the dog is into the game once he starts to realize that he's got to search for this object or the treat. Now, you can also, if the dog is getting really good at it, you can put the dog out of the room, put him in a sit, tell him to wait, hide a treat someplace and tell him to find it. Now, obviously, I wouldn't put treats up on counters or the coffee table, something like that, because you don't want to encourage the jumping. So always keep it low, but they need a finish word. I find with my dogs, if you don't tell them it's all done, all done at the very end, they'll just keep searching because it's a fun game. Now, you can do this outside, too. This is a fun game. If your dog, say your dog really likes his ball and he knows, like, where's your ball? And he, he runs and he gets his ball. What you can do is you can hide the ball, like, in some shrubbery. We have a wheat field in the back. A lot of times we throw the ball into the wheat field and we tell the dogs to find it. Or sometimes, again, some certain seasons, we also plant corn. And we might throw the ball into the cornfield and tell the dog to find it. They love it. They absolutely love this game. So this can be fun. If your dog knows a member of the family, 
like, where's mom? Where's dad? Where's Billy? Because Billy can go hide and go find Billy. And as soon as your dog finds Billy, your dog gets rewarded for that. So again, use your imagination with this. It's, it's a fun game. You're using your dog's natural senses to search for things. It keeps them busy. It's a great mental game and it tires them out. So I hope you enjoy that. Unfortunately, we're out of time. Tune in next week. We have a special guest on, which I'm not going to tell you about. So you're going to have to tune in. And I want to give a special thanks to our producers for making the show happen, as always. Also, if you have any questions, comments, ideas, please email me at pia at petliferadio.com. So until next time, this is Pia signing off. I want to thank you so much for your interest in Pet Life Radio. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Schools in session on Pet Life Radio with Teacher's Pet. Learn how to communicate with your pet, train your pet, and see the world from your pet's point of view. You may even learn a few tricks yourself. Teacher's Pet, only on PetLifeRadio.com.